Let's open the Word of God this morning to 1 Timothy chapter 6. 1 Timothy chapter 6. I hope you enjoyed what you heard emanating from the back room this morning in the way of singing, Who is this that comes from far? Speaking of Jesus Christ, our Savior. 1 Timothy chapter 6. You should know that verses 6 through 10 are warning Timothy and those that he would teach against the love of money. Verses 11 and 12 are giving him the things that he's supposed to flee, follow, and fight. Verses 17 through 19 are a charge to those that are rich that they be willing to distribute and give away those riches to lay up and store for themselves a good foundation against the time to come. I want the verses in between. Verses 13 through 16 I read to you. As Paul charged Timothy to be a faithful minister, this is how he did it. I give thee charge in the sight of God, who quickeneth all things, and before Christ Jesus, who before Pontius Pilate witnessed a good confession, that thou keep this commandment without spot, unrebukable, until the appearing of our Lord Jesus Christ, which in his times he shall show who is the blessed and only potentate, the King of kings and Lord of lords, who only hath immortality, dwelling in the light which no man can approach unto, whom no man hath seen nor can see, to whom be honor and power everlasting. Amen. Amen. Then Paul goes on. Charge them. This is Paul when he wants to praise God in the middle of a personal letter, and he does a very good job of it. And it is by inspiration, of course, but what a wonderful statement about the glory of God and the person of Jesus Christ to have in these verses. This is one of the most beautiful statements in Scripture about God. And Jesus Christ is going to show him to the world one day very soon, which in his times he shall show. There's a time for the second coming of the Lord Jesus Christ, and he'll reveal to this world the God that is going to burn this universe up. And we want to humble ourselves before him today, and I, as your pastor, want to be faithful to the charge to keep his commandment. The singular is used for what's immediately before verse 13 and verses 11 and 12, and singular nouns like that also are collective nouns referring to all the commandments that Paul gave Timothy in this pastoral epistle. But I want you to focus with me. You know, verse 16 is beautiful. Who only hath immortality? There's only one immortal being. And that's our God. And he dwells in a light which no man can approach unto. No man hath seen him, no man can see him. That's the divine nature of Almighty God. Verse 15 which in his times, that's the Lord Jesus Christ, shall show this God to the world, who's the blessed and only potentate, the King of kings and Lord of lords. Jesus is the blessed and only potentate in a certain respect, but not here, because we progress. We're all going to see Jesus. Everyone has, many have seen Jesus. We'll see Jesus. But in verse 16 is a being that we haven't seen and won't see, and that's God himself. But Jesus is going to show in his times who is the blessed and only potentate, the King of kings and Lord of lords. Yes, Jesus is King of kings and Lord of lords 
because God has given him that position over the kings of this earth and the lords of this earth. But God is also King of kings and Lord of lords. But he's going to show that. The Lord Jesus Christ is. And ministers are supposed to keep the commandment given here in this epistle without spot and unrebukable until he's appearing. Because he will appear. The Lord Jesus Christ is coming back. What I want you to see is that the Apostle Paul, 30 years later, writes Timothy, and when he identifies God, he identifies God as the being who quickeneth all things. There in verse 13. And he identifies Jesus Christ as the one who gave a good profession before Pontius Pilate. So as we go through John 18 and 19, and we get a little more of the exchange between Jesus and Pilate, we want to appreciate every word that transpires between them because of what's told us right here. I charge thee, I give thee charge, in verse 13, in the sight of God, who quickeneth all things, and before Christ Jesus, who is the captain of your ministry, Timothy, who before Pontius Pilate witnessed a good confession. Amen, he did. Art thou a king then? For this purpose I was born and came into this world, that I should bear witness of the truth. And he that is of the truth heareth me. Pilate said, what is truth? The poor man was so ignorant, even though he had been to the best schools and trained as well as the Roman Empire could train men to take their appointments and keep that empire together. He didn't know what truth is, but we do today. Uh, we, we are blessed abundantly. And so we have this warning here that uh, the charge is given before Christ Jesus, who's going to come back, and Timothy had better be spotless and unrebukable in his ministerial charges. And we better be the same as a church and congregation when the Lord Jesus Christ comes. I enjoy this sentence, this beautiful sentence, that describes our God and His Son, Jesus Christ, and I hope you do. I want to remind you, though, of something we learned in John 17. In John 17, Jesus said, Father, the hour has come. Glorify thy Son, that thy Son might glorify thee, as thou hast given him power over all flesh, that he should give eternal life to as many as thou hast given him. And this is life eternal, that they might know thee, the only true God, and Jesus Christ, whom thou hast sent. Then when you read these four verses right here, there it is. Jesus Christ gave eternal life to the Apostle Paul, Jesus Christ gave eternal life to Timothy, and the two of them were sharing their delight in the person and practice and conduct and character and life of the Lord Jesus Christ and the God that sent him. What a wonderful sentence. I give thee charge. Jesus Christ had a good confession before Pontius Pilate and witnessed a good confession about God. He restrained himself completely at all times. He explained to Pilate that Pilate didn't have the authority over his life, that God had the authority over his life, and he was going to lay it down. He could take it up again. He explained a number of things to him that we'll see in coming Sundays. I hope that you rejoice with me today that we're worshiping this true, immortal God that's described in the Bible to us, and he's like none other. And he quickens all things, and he's quickened us, or we wouldn't be here today. Let us pray.
Almighty God, our Father in heaven, we freely confess and gladly declare that you quicken all things. You breathed into some dust of the earth the breath of life, and man became a living soul. You raised the Lord Jesus Christ from the dead and quickened him and received him at your own right hand, and the same power is used upon us to regenerate us that we would ever believe the gospel. And we thank thee for that comparison in the first chapter of Ephesians. Our Father in heaven, we thank thee for thy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, who has come to give us an understanding that we might know thee, the only true God. And we thank thee for his confession that he witnessed in his profession upon earth when he stood before the governor of Judea, appointed by the Roman Caesar. We thank thee for the Lord Jesus Christ. He is our Savior, and we look for his appearing. Heavenly Father, we want to love his appearing. Stir us up this day that we will delight in, the, in him in what we see he did 2,000 years ago that we will consider what he's doing now and what he shall do soon in his times when he will show to this world thee and thy infinite power and thy infinite holiness and righteousness in the destruction of this sinful place. We pray that you would be with us today in all that we do, that we will see the Lord Jesus Christ. We are nothing but certain Greeks or Gentiles that have come today and say, Sir, we would see Jesus. Amen. Show us your son today from John chapter 18, and let us love him and commit ourselves to follow him more perfectly. Amen. Forgive us our sins and bless your preachers throughout the whole world. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.